Does the day you were born impact whether you're a great leader? Can astrology unlock the pathway to leadership success? Hi, I'm Josephine Corcoran, holistic career coach and astrologer, and my podcast, Astrology for Leaders, Aligning Your Career to Your Purpose, is where we'll find out. I've been an executive coach for over 20 years, facilitating and training leaders to achieve professional and personal goals and practicing astrology for the last 15 years. I also appreciate the profound impact of connecting leaders to their unique astrological blueprint to give them access to their leadership abilities around governing, strategy, communication, relating, driving and empathy. Over the coming weeks, I'll be interviewing leaders using their birth chart as a lens to explore how they've harnessed their strengths, overcome challenges and found meaning in their work. My desire in sharing these accomplished leaders' stories is to demonstrate the extraordinary benefit of understanding your unique astrological blueprint to enable you to work in a way that is equally impactful and fulfilling and to learn a few interesting facts along the way. And today we'll be speaking with Abigail Forsyth from Keep Cup. She's the managing director of the organisation and understands the importance of leadership today. Welcome, Abigail. Oh, hello, Joe. Nice to be here. Just as by way of a bit of background, Abigail co-founded Keep Cup with her brother, Jamie, in the coffee capital of Australia, Melbourne, back in 2007, when they grew concerned about the volume of single-use coffee cups that they were using in their own chain of Melbourne cafes, Blue Bag. They set out to develop a product solution that worked both behind the espresso machine and for customers, not compromising speed of service or coffee quality, while ensuring a better coffee, a better experience for coffee on the go. And for this reason, Keep Cup is often described as the world's first barista standard reusable coffee cup. And as of 2019 or 2020, Keep Cup estimates that its users have diverted billions of non-recyclable single-use cups from landfill. Amazing statistics. And Keep Cup have advocated for legislative action that would ban single-use packaging since 2009 and hope to see the world free of single-use packaging by 2023. You go, girl. <laughs> So, um, Abigail and I go way back. We were at school together, gosh, quite a long way back. And I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for joining me today. My first question to you, Abigail, is why do you believe it's so important for everyone to step into their leadership qualities today? Because I think there is quite a leadership vacuum in the world at the moment and that people are looking, you know, I think there's a, a broad understanding that we are in a crisis a biodiversity crisis and a climate crisis. The system is broken. Capitalism isn't serving us very well. But systems are just made up of individual people. So if, if everyone understands and grows into their a leadership role within their business, within their home, within their work, within their community, then imagine, imagine what we can do. Imagine, imagine. And I love that because I personally advocate that everybody has leadership attributes within them. It's just a matter of activating them and, and harnessing them and, and that there's no such thing as a leadership template, you know? Oh, no, no, anyone can lead. It's just finding the, the right circumstances that suit, you know, who you are and what you do and what you're passionate about. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm just curious for you to share with listeners, did you always believe in the stars as in astrology <laughs> or did having your chart read with me change that for you somehow? <laughs> Look, to be honest, I've always dabbled a bit in, we, uh, me and my friends always loved a bit of Mystic Medusa on a Saturday morning at the cafe after a big night out. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess, yeah, I've just, it's just always been an interest. It's just an interesting lens to put over, to, to think, to, re, to frame your thinking and to think about yourself, to think about the world. Yeah, which I've always enjoyed. Absolutely. But I had never had a star a chart done like you did. So that was really interesting. Yeah, fantastic. I suppose I just took that interest and took it to a ne the next <laughs> level. <laughs> So what we'll do today is we'll do a little bit more of a deep dive into the parts of your chart that confirmed what you knew and how that impacted your confidence and direction in that area. And the first thing that I really wanted to share with the, with the listeners is that you are a Taurus sun sign and that's located up in the part of the chart connected to a passion for higher learning and for travel and for forming belief systems. And the Taurian energy always brings a relationship to the earth and to having a connection with nature and, and beauty and the realms of the interconnectedness of nature. And the fact that you have got what's called in astrological terms, you have got what's called a kite in your chart, which is a, a gift. And your chart, your kite is actually connecting your sun, which has those attributes. It makes a beautiful connection to your inner transformer, which is Pluto, which is that leadership quality of being able to transform things. And Pluto is in, is in Virgo. So... Virgo, she's, she's the, the modern medicine, or she's the ancient medicine woman, but essentially Virgo likes to heal things. So <laughs> we already start off with somebody with a strong sun in Taurus, passionate about the earth and, and strong belief systems, connecting into this inner power to transform and to heal. And that's also connecting over to Mars, which is your intrinsic motivation. And that happens to be in Aquarius, which is the big picture thinking humanitarian orientation. So there's this drive within you to actually transform and use your personal power to make a difference. And then connecting into this kite, we have Jupiter, which is the planet of abundance and expansion sitting in Sagittarius. And that really is a passion for sharing your beliefs. And, <laughs> and that's hanging out in the house, which is all about communication. So, when I share that with you again, how do those, those aspects resonate with you? They totally resonate. They totally resonate with who I am. I feel like I should step it up a bit, though, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well. Go a bit harder. But, um, yeah, I think that, yeah, that connection to the earth, connection to um, creating a nice environment, wanting to communicate ideas. And I think probably... My secret source has always been able to connect different ideas and connect them in a, and always wanted to do it in a very positive way. And I think that part of Keep Cut's success has been that um, that's always been very inclusive and positive, like come on in. And it's not just about, you shouldn't use just single use cups because they're not recyclable and they 
cause waste, but it's like, actually, if you use this other product, you're going to enjoy your coffee more, you're going to have a better life. Like it, it's, it's about painting a picture of something better rather than a, 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 an admonishment to people. I absolutely love that. That's just such a, that's the Jupiter in Sagittarius is that optimism. And then let's, let's think big picture and let's think about anything that, you know, that's possible and, and sharing. I love, I do. I love that. So, so, so there's this strong connection between the practicality and the kinesthetic and the, you know, the kinesthetic component, but the aesthetic component as well and and the actual engaging those taurian the taurian elements of appreciating the five senses so it, it's not just about being practical it needs to look good it needs to feel good and it needs my coffee needs to smell good when it's in the cup absolutely that's right <laughs> oh i love that so the next thing that I wanted to talk about is the fact that you've got your North Node, which in astrology is, is a, um, a, a sensitive point in the sky. It's not actually a planet, but um, it really, it comes from Vedic astrology. And when we explore the North Node, it's really your, considered your karmic destiny and what it is you're here to do. And the South Node, which really talks about what are the gifts you've brought in with you and you have got a south node in leo which is incredibly creative very passionate very vivacious very strong leadership qualities and it's about um, that concept of creative expression so you've come in with an ability to do that really well actually in a group setting and what you're moving towards which is really lovely is this north node in aquarius brings through a very strong destiny around working about creating um, products and things <laughs> <laughs> that, are, that have a humanitarian or sustainability element to them. So I, you, I can't really, you, you're, you're an amazing example or an amazing illustration of that North Node in Aquarius in the fifth house and taking it to the next level. And then the other thing that I wanted to, I suppose, share with that North Node is that the planet which rules your ability to be able to communicate is Mercury and Mercury is in Aries. So it's like you're compelled <laughs> to not just think about these things, but to take the action because, and, and to do this, this in a way that actually um, is combining resources. So how does it feel when I describe that your purpose is very entwined with this concept of making a difference and, and sustainable components and, um, and bringing that, for, that element of creativity with it? How does that sit with you as a leader? Like it resonates with me totally. Yeah. It's sort of, yeah. And I, I, I can't, you know, it's like if you hear something that's, that's who I am and I don't, yeah, and, and I don't know another way to do it. Like people often say, you know, how do you embed the purpose part of your business into the business? And it's like, well, I didn't know any other way to do it. That's how, just how I did it. <laughs> I love that, yeah. And so has that always been in you prior to Keep Cup? What sorts of things drove you or motivated you that, you've, that you knew were, you know, purpose-driven? I think just the deliberateness in most of my moves has been around, I guess, beauty and looking after the natural world and a sense of fairness and um, 
yeah, a sense of good health. Like Blue Bag was all about fresh food and, and good health and fruits and vegetables. And yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. So it's been, it's, it's, it's sat in, it's, it's been a thread. It's been a yeah. thread, but probably does, does Keep Cup feel within within you does keep cup feel like i i knew once this got up and going that this was something that was really strongly aligned even more so than blue bag or is it i definitely was more strongly aligned than blue bag because that was something my brother and i did together whereas keep cup was probably something more driven by my interest um yeah and it was certainly strongly aligned because you know it was the waste thing that i was really passionate about the behavior change part of keep cup as well as the product design. So if it had just been a product, I don't think I would have been as interested. It's the fact the product is there to solve a problem that was what really connects me to it and, and still does today. And I just, I guess right now, I just feel like oh, there's, there's got to be more. Like this, this, is, this, this is not enough. This is not fast enough. This is not, this is not doing enough. Like yeah. So... Yes, yeah. yeah. So I was actually wondering, which is off the astrology for a moment, but just in terms of COVID and the impact of COVID and the ability for you to kind of calm, and you were just describing earlier to me before we started, before we went on air, that that there's this newfound time that you have on your hands and actually COVID's done you a bunch of favours. <laughs> Is there, has there been any new insights that have come through as a result of you being able to connect more clearly to yourself rather than running around like a, you know, from one meeting to the next, from one country to the next or one place to the next? Um, I don't know. Probably just that there, I do have an underlying sense of sort of, <laughs> I sound a bit Kung Fu Panda, but like in a piece, like I do feel quite calm and centered in myself so I guess what I my next move will come out of that and I don't really know what that is yet like good ideas come from that sort of space often for me anyway like I'll just something will pop into my head and I'll go that was obvious (laughs) swells and swirls around and around and around and then it drops down it's like oh of course that's what I should be doing or that's what I that's what I need to do next so then, then you realize that the next yeah that it's the next opportunity the next step to take but the stillness definitely for you is it is something that i mean look i would i would argue that the stillness is where all the great ideas come in when we're busy running around the the ideas don't have the opportunity to land let alone have the action taken so we'll look forward to knowing what comes (laughs) next (laughs) i did also want to talk a little bit about the fact that you have got a very quick thinking mind because Mercury, which rules communication and the way you think and the intellect is in Aries, which is a fire sign that's really passionate and it always wants to take action. It's like, just get straight out of the blocks and off it goes. I, I, I was curious to know how you've harnessed this quick thinking <laughs> mind in your business. And as a leader, and how that has supported you in, in growing the business and creating the culture that you have? Uh, for me, for, it's always supported me first personally and been able to connect ideas together. So connect a creative idea with a practical idea, with a process idea. Like I, I sit well in all those areas um, and I can make decisions 
um, decisively and quickly and act on them. But in terms of that being a leadership quality, that's in certain situations, that's a real advantage. And in others, it is a real disadvantage because I'm off and everyone's like, huh, what's she doing? Where's she going? Why are we doing this? So like there's a bit of a, um, for me, it's been either finding people to surround myself in the business who can take, um, can do that communication piece internally or and bring people on board more than I can. Like I sort of do what my mother and even someone I used to work with said it, it like at blue bag or at home, I just like go into the kitchen and I just clear a space and then do what I was going to do. Like I never had, I just, like <laughs> so I sort of tend to need people coming in who can like clear up the mess that I've made to do the thing that I was going to do. So I guess, and then in terms of when you were talking about leadership before I was thinking about, yeah, as a leader. So when it comes to action oriented things, I'm very strong. So I can talk around an idea or a process and how to do something better. But perhaps when it's more around, um, and I find this with my daughter actually now, who's quite um, a much different thinker to me, quite slow is not the word, but not, not as oriented to action. So then I find that really challenging to sort of talk about things that are just ideas without doing anything about them. That like feels like, a, like that feels like a waste of time to me. And I know it's not, but I just like, well, why are we talking about, let's just do it. Because <laughs> she's probably not ready to do it for whatever reason. Her mercury is in a different... A teenager, of course she's... she's... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she's a teenager. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, there's always whenever we have certain tr attributes and traits, there's 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 a shadow side and there's a light yeah. side, right? And yeah. I, it it kind of brings me up to just asking a question about challenges because there is an aspect in your chart where Mercury, which is the quick thinker within you, um, is opposing the Moon. You've got a Moon that's in Libra, which means that with a Libra Moon, you have this strong need for beauty for a start <laughs> and relationships really, really matter. And you will invest in relationships with a Libra and moon. And you'll also have a real appreciation for, I'm going to just say it, peace, love and harmony or that element of harmony and wanting to find that balance and that um, give, give people the opportunity to share their side of the story. So when you have on the one hand, this part of you, this really quick thinking and fast acting and fast, um, you know, quick to say what it thinks. And then on the other, you have this need for peace and harmony and, and equality and, and beauty. How has that dynamic played out for you at times? Can you, can you tell us a bit about how that might feel or how you manage it? Well, I never even thought about it before so I haven't I haven't even thought about managing it but I would say um, again it's around that thing of when when the conversation has to be around maybe someone's perspective on something or their behavior or their character or something that's not about action it's more about perspective or or view a viewpoint I probably don't go in there as much as I perhaps should to to discuss that because I'd prefer it to just, I'd prefer, I'm always like, just let it, I'll just let it, I'll let it go. They'll come around or it'll, it'll run its course. Like I don't, I'd sort of, 
I don't intervene. In, I don't like to intervene in people. I like to sort of bring people along rather than confront them directly. Like I think that's part, probably part of that piece, Simon Harmony. I don't really like confrontation. Mm, no. But no. I find myself there sometimes with my outspoken views on, <laughs> on things. Yes. But is that more so outside of the office where the relationships are um, not necessarily people you have to spend all of your time with? Yeah, but I think probably that my biggest mistakes at work have been where I, I could have, um, if I'd had a conversation with someone and gotten to the bottom of how they were feeling or what their perspective was, I could have probably got them on the right track. But I did, I just, I'm too busy doing what I'm doing. And I just sort of let that bit go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting to be aware of and to even process that because it's about how you can integrate that fast thinking mind and, and um, find the right opportunity to use your voice and to express what's important to you because it's also, um, there's, where your where mercury is it's in a part of your chart that's connected to having an interest in the depth of things like you're not a shallow person you're you're let's get down to the bottom of things like deal with the subconscious matters matters deal with the things that people the places that people are having experiences about that they maybe just perhaps don't even want to talk about because it's just too hard or they don't even understand why they behave the way they behave you know and and finding a way to nurture that within yourself helps you find a way to nurture that within your employees at the appropriate time so so thanks for being open with that i think that's really it's wonderful to, to talk about how it manifests and and so um because as leaders we've got strengths and then there are parts of us that we're aware of we have to consciously yeah. you know take time to work through and be aware of and i think it's part of that part of that harmony thing and being an, and being ideas like a person who likes ideas and doing things, I often sit, I don't like to sit very hierarchically within the organisation, but then at the same time, then I'll suddenly just pull rank on something. <laughs> People are like, well, what happened there? So it's like it just it's balancing all that out. And I think it's often just finding the right. So now I've got someone in the business who um, run, like a couple of people who now run meetings. So I don't particularly like, because I like to be having the ideas. I don't like to have to run the meeting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, the Torian's like, let, let the show just happen here, you know. Yeah. It's all under and control. People who run the meetings and then I can just come in with I, the ideas I have. <laughs> and be the mentor. Yeah, so it's well. much better, much better for me. Mm, yeah, so, you know, having self-starters in the business is something that's going to be important. People that know what they need to do. Having an eclectic mix. I mean, you've got cancer ruling the part of the chart connected to groups, which is that kind of focus on bringing a family type of environment into the way that you, you know, the, the way that groups work for you. So can you relate to that in terms of how you've created the vibe within the company, that essence of create a safe space for people to come and to be able to do their thing and they know they're part of a place that's safe but essentially from there they yeah i think like we've got a, i've got a lot of long staff who've been here for a long time so um there's a really lovely sort of 
I don't know, understanding of one another and how we work and what our strengths and weaknesses are. Um, and then in terms of the physical environment, like the office is, it's beautiful. Like it's got plants and it's very light and it's fresh air and it's just, um, and it's the, the palette of it is very, it's timber and it's just very peaceful. So I wanted to create a space that people would want to come to and enjoy working at. So I bet they do. garden out the, out the side. So it's amazing I feel like that an environment does help Pete does create an atmosphere that puts you in a particular mindset so absolutely absolutely um so I would say look I wanted to ask as a leader how well I think you've actually answered this as a leader how do you make decisions about the best next steps to grow and sustain the company but would you like to have another go at answering that from a different <laughs> perspective yeah, I think that um, yeah, for me, it's like I, you know, there's a lot of people I would tap into both within the business and outside the business. Like I might float a few, like I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about that. But often it comes just as I said from moments of um, when you have repose. And I think, I guess I've always thought about what is going to be good for the business and what is good for the mission of the business. But what this pandemic has done for me is gone well what is actually good for me like what actually suits you know I've got I actually am having a life here and I'm in the I'm the midpoint of it what do I want to be doing and how do I want to live my life over the next decade and and beyond so um, I think I haven't really put that as much into the mix as I I am now yeah beautiful so COVID's doing you some enormous favors in a way, yeah. And I think, you know, for so many leaders around the world, they would be sitting in similar situation thinking yeah. about, well, actually, what is it that I want? Yeah. And what parts, of, what parts of my, you know, capability toolkit do I, am I most excited about yeah. using? And how can I do, use them for good? How can I use them to be of service? There's a big shift that's definitely, you know, taking place. So I suppose this is a question, though, I'm curious to see if you've got an answer for. How do you think astrology can potentially help people unlock the pathway to their own leadership success? Uh, well, as someone with a preponderance to doing, I've always found like the like reading my star sign on a weekend, um, you know, on a Saturday morning in the paper or something. It's just, a, it's a nice point of reflection to think about yourself and who you are and also who you are in relation to others, like how your perspective might be different to other to other people and what, what characteristics are yours and that you value. So it's just a, it's just a, a road into self-reflection, I would say. And if you take anything in this world at face value, you're going to be in trouble. So, mm. you know about thinking thinking that through so that's a lovely answer i love that so a space for reflection and a space for understanding yourself better and also even having a better understanding of others so um what can listeners look out for next from keep cup <laughs> oh i don't know like we're doing a lot of stuff at the moment um in the back end so we're um building a a b2b website so like cafes can order online we've got a new um, product coming that's a bit of a sort of a macgyver it's a cup that turns into a bottle um, 
and what else are we doing? Yeah, just getting a bit more strong on the comms and the advocacy. So we're about to launch a blog. So there's lots of things sort of bubbling away in the background and just streamlining. It's given us the opportunity to stream, streamline some of the processes inside the business, which, yeah. You, that's you had an odd time. Yeah, that's that, that's exciting. We'll we'll be excited to see what happens. <laughs> so, how can people get in contact or stay connected and or up to date with what you're what, with what Keep Cups doing? What's oh, the best way so, to do um, that? So, I'm on LinkedIn, Abigail Forsyth, and um, Keep Cup. Yeah, we've got a website, KeepCup.com, and Instagram, Keep Cup. Keep Cup. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. So. Um, we can make it we can make that a bit of a wrap for today but just as a close if you'd like to know more about me then you can visit josephinecorcoran.com and I work with individuals and organizations in supporting and creating sustainable change in their career and workplace and you can follow me on Facebook just go to at Josephine Corcoran Holistic Career Coach and like the page and also my Instagram account at josephine.corcoran so I'd love to connect with you there Thank you, everybody, for listening. Abigail, thank you so much for joining me today and to share, for sharing your wisdom, insight and experience and passion for astrology. It just makes my thank heart you. sing. Thank you for giving me such insights. <laughs> to the listeners, thanks so much for joining me. I look forward to being with you at the next podcast, Astrology for Leaders. Let the stars guide you to align your career to your purpose.